name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel of today is about a widow. A widow who have got only one son. She lost her husband and she lost as well her son. What pain can she have, this woman? What agony she would be in? That is probably why this woman had so many people around her going out with her when they carried her son to the graveyard. And of course she was in great distress. It wasn't accidentally that the Lord was coming that way in Galilee and sees this woman meet them while they were carrying her son to the graveyards. And the Bible tells us the Lord had compassion upon her. The Lord had compassion upon her. Many people would say, what compassion at that time? He's dead. If you really, Lord, you want to have compassion on this lady, why didn't you heal him in the beginning? But it's a big question for all of us when God would act, when God would interfere in the beginning, in the middle, at the end, God could interfere at any time. When Mary and Martha sent to the Lord saying, your beloved is ill, he didn't come. He stayed for four days till they buried Lazarus and then he came. Then they said to him, if you would have been here, he wouldn't have died. But the Lord is still saying, your brother will be risen. When the Lord would act, is totally according to his plan. But his plan of love, his plan which never hurt us. We need to trust 
in his plan and we need to trust in his love and we need to believe that the Lord can work any time there is no time limit for the Lord to work or to do things he had compassion upon her it is it's actually a word for all of us would you be able to make the Lord have compassion upon you when you need something when you want something would you make the Lord really have compassion upon you how how can we make the Lord have compassion upon us and really look at us and say don't cry you know what when we repent when we humble ourselves when we really go to him in faith and trust and say we have nobody but you then the Lord will have compassion upon you then the Lord will interfere then the Lord will tell you don't cry and the Lord touched the coffin and when he touched the coffin as if the Lord is saying to all of them stop here put it down and they stopped there and then the Lord said to that man what arise 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 and immediately that spirit of that man came back to him and he was risen he was risen by what by the word of God you know the word of God is the power in this world by the word of God the whole world being created when God said let it be sun it was sun let it be animals it was animals let it be plants it was plants let it be man the man came the man being created by the word of God everything being created by the word of God we have been all existed from nothing into being 
And that is why the Lord said, I am, I am the resurrection and life. The resurrection and life. You know the centurion, he went to the Lord when his boy was really sick. And said to the Lord, say a word, Lord, say a word, and my boy will be healed, will be alive. When you are in trouble, would you go to the Lord and say to him, please, Lord, say a word? One word. I want one word, Lord, and all will be done. Yes, the Lord, as he said it to the son of Nayin, will say it to you too. The Lord came for all of us. And the Bible is written for us not to just know it, but to do it. To do it. You are not different than this woman. You are not different than the centurion. Why do we not get what we want? Because we don't ask. Because we don't insist and we don't persist. And we don't say to the Lord, say a word. And we don't let him to have compassion upon us. Please, let the Lord have compassion upon you. Let the Lord hear your voice, saying, please, Lord, say a word. He will say it, and everything will be sorted for you. Just believe it. Believe it. The Bible tells us, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have had it. It will be yours. It will be yours. What else? What better promise is that? Just believe and trust in him. When the Lord said, touch the coffin and said to that man, rise, he was risen. The Lord as well wants to touch every one of us and say to us, to every one of us, rise, rise. Does the Lord really pass by us and touches us? Does he? Can anyone tell me? Does the Lord really touches us? When? We walk. 
when we have the Holy Communion. When we have the Holy Communion, what is the Holy Communion? The Lord is not only touching you, the Lord is uniting with you. Isn't it the power of God into our lives? Our weakness will vanish. Our sins will be taken away. Our problems will be sorted when we are united with him. When we are united with him. And this is the greatest ever power we have from the Lord. When you have the Holy Communion and you get out from the church, how would you feel? How would you feel? Life came into you. Resurrection came into you. And the word not only heard, but you united with the real word, our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of us, when they are having the Holy Communion, they pray and ask. Try it. Try it when you have the Holy Communion to ask and say to the Lord, you don't need to say a word, Lord, because you are now united with me. You are here, inside me. And the Lord will listen, and the Lord will answer your prayers. One day, Isaiah was called to serve, and Isaiah said to the Lord, Lord, I can't serve because I am defiled and I live among defiled people. And the Lord said, don't worry, Isaiah. I will purify you. I will wash you. And he let an angel came and took burning charcoal from the altar and came and touched his lips and when he touched his lips he said to him now you are purified now you are washed now you are white like the snow then Isaiah said to him here I am, send me, Lord. Every time we have the Holy Communion, we are touched with that burning charcoal. What's a burning charcoal? A burning charcoal is Christ incarnate. The charcoal is a body, and the fire is the divine nature of the Lord. And the burning charcoal 
is what we have every time we come to have the Holy Communion. This is really what we experience every time we have the Holy Communion and united with the Lord, we are transformed. You know what the Bible tells us? We are members in His body. We are temple of His Holy Spirit. And we are participants of His divine nature. Can you imagine who you are? You really want to be different? Look up. Look up. Look to what is beyond these stars and suns and moons. Look to the Lord in control of this whole world. And this one who is in control of the whole world is the one who loves you, is the one who came to save you, is the one who promised all of us to give us his eternity. May our Lord Jesus Christ give us all the humbleness the repentance of this lady, of this widow, to make the Lord have compassion and make miracles in our lives. Glory to God forever.